the Lord's words in the gospel are such a, a realistic call, a, a reminder to, to what has got to be going on in, in our relationship with him, the way that we live out our Christian faith. And he, he warns us that our, our hearts can become drowsy, that we can become kind of sleepy to the reality of, of just what everything is all about. And that in our, the anxieties of daily life can cause us to shift our attention away from what really counts most. And he says that day, the day of his coming, will assault everyone. That's quite a word, assault. Not just it will affect or impact, but it will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. And so the call to be vigilant, to pray that we have strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent. We don't live all of that out as an end in itself. The reason that we live according to the Lord's words in the gospel is for the sake of the promises that we hear in the first reading. You know, athletes don't put themselves through all of the, just that rigorous training, um, living in a, in a completely different way to kind of hone the body and all of that. They don't do that just as an end in itself. It's for the goal. It's for the victory. It's for the championship. It's, it's to be able to say, not just I completed the race, although even in something incredible like a marathon, that's, that's a good goal. But even beyond that, to say that I, I completed it and, and I won. So there's got to be a goal that we're aiming for. The, the gospel is not just an end in itself. And in that first reading today, we have these beautiful images that conclude the book of Revelation about what is before us. What is the hope that lies before us that we're aiming for, that we want to be able to take hold of? And it's the hope of being with the Lord in, in this place of just the utter abundance of life and with the lamb in the center of everything in heaven flows this life-giving water that is not just life-giving but is healing it's being in that place with the lord where night will be no more and we just think about all of the the the, the different ways that night and darkness are, are spoken of in scripture but the way that we know it that's a negative and the day will come, the Lord says, what you're hoping for is to be with the Lord when night will be no more, no more darkness, and all of the things that come with that. And then we're told as well that for those who are with him, they will look upon his face and his name will be on their foreheads. And this one I, I find particularly beautiful to look upon his face is to be in a place where faith has reached its goal. There will not be any need for faith in heaven because you don't have to have faith in what you see. And this is a really beautiful promise. So there's a certainty there that the Lord wants us to know about. So it's the certainty of looking upon him and seeing him face to face. So often when our, our faith it can rise, it can fall, it, we, we struggle with our faith. And the promise of heaven is that that day will be gone 
and it will be replaced with seeing him face to face. And not only that, but then his name will be on our foreheads. So that's the certainty of belonging to God, to have the name of the Lamb, our Savior, inscribed and written on our foreheads. It, it means a belonging to him that cannot be taken away. And again, there's a certainty with that that's just beautiful. How often we can fear now falling away from the Lord and, and we experience the effects of our sins and all of that that, that lends a, an uncertainty to our life. And what we're aiming and hoping for is, Lord, please, we want to be in that place where all of our hope is fulfilled, where we will have the utter certainty of seeing you face to face and of belonging to you, that your name would be written on our forehead, that, that we would be in a place where we just, we can't be removed from you, that we'll be in your hands, safe and secure for all eternity. So that's what we're aiming for. So as we, we, we pray today for the grace to live out the gospel, but we can't do that unless we know why we're doing it. And why we're trying to live out the gospel today is for the sake of, of achieving and, and obtaining everything that's spoken of in that beautiful first reading, uh, everything that, that our hearts are hoping for.